the Sigma Jedi, brought to you by Arcanea Jedi Templar, Dirt Acre Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Hey everybody, it's your host, MJ Hannigan. It's a beautiful day today. Happy Nevada Day to everybody who is in Nevada. Uh, happy Halloween to most of the people who celebrate Halloween. And happy Samhain to uh, my friends within the pagan community, particularly my Wiccan friends. And... I don't know about where everybody else is, but here in Kansas, it is a beautiful afternoon. I actually came out to my mobile office to record the episode because I didn't want to quite be in my house. I was going to do the episode outside, completely outside, but the neighbors decided they have other things they have to do, so it's kind of loud. So bear with me a little bit. All right, uh, today's episode, we're going to kind of wrap up uh, Sigma Jedi tentatively today. Uh, there's a couple more spin-off episodes I will be doing, and they would be part of the Jedi Praxium uh, uh, category, I guess would be the right word. And I have some other announcements I'll make at the end of the episode, so keep with me. Alright, why the hell are the Sigma Jedi the most hated members within our community? We've talked about why they're difficult. We've talked about some plausible traits of Sigma Jedi. You know, if you have one or two, that doesn't necessarily mean you're Sigma Jedi. But you kind of put them all together and, you know, put a majority of them together. And trust me, if you have to ask if you're a Sigma Jedi, you're probably not one. But in any event, why are we so hated? Why do people just absolutely try to banish, bar, and deplatform us? Well, the first reason is because we can't be controlled. We are who we are. We live by our principles, and we put our principles above personalities. Meaning that, you know, we're not about rank. We're not about title. We're not about entitlement, if you will. We are about living this life, promoting this path, and doing what, we believe the universal life source uh, calls upon us to do. Threatening us with banishment or threatening to remove our knighthood because we said something naughty is never going to work. In fact, that goes to the next point of the determination of the Sigma Jedi. Determined is not even a strong enough word to be honest. When people go out to Sigma Jedi, when they try to, you know, deplatform them, all that's going to do is really raise up the stakes. It's going to make a Sigma Jedi push even harder. Even if, you know, we lose something in the process, you know, we're already willing and able to do that. You know, I was excommunicated from well, what's now referred to as the International Jedi Federation for calling out a sex offender. And, you know, I was threatened, I was warned, and trust me, it didn't work. Okay, cool, I got excommunicated. That's fine. I will take an excommunication over uh, hiding truth from people. I will take an excommunication uh, if that means that the sexual predator will not be able to harm other people. I'll take that excommunication 
it doesn't bother me. Um, you know, in truth, kind of rolls into the next part of Sigma Jedi really did not enjoy being crossed. Again and again, who does? But Sigma Jedi expect fairness. They expect the rule of law. They do not expect a certain set of roles for some people, while other people have a different set of roles. And within the toxic environment that the Jedi Realist community has truly become, that is one of the bigger fights that many of us are in. You know, it is very disheartening that our community has become so toxic. It's disheartening that, you know, people have allowed personalities and personality cults to become a thing. And I challenge everybody to everybody who's listening, no matter which shed I order you're from, including Arcanea, go to your order, go to the however the order is set up, go to the hierarchy. And really hold the members of the order accountable to the order standards. Again, you cannot hold Arcanea accountable to Temple of the Jedi order standards. Uh, they're different orders. You have to understand what Arcanea is, what they're about, whatever. Same as you have to understand what Tacho is, what it's about. You know, you. Some of the beliefs may, you know, crisscross between the orders. That's a fact. You know, we do have some general uh, Jedi information out there. We have some general doctrine that most of the orders seem, for the most part, to agree with. But each individual order is its own thing, and you need to recognize that, and it's important to recognize that. But going on, you know, expecting fairness. I do expect people to be held accountable including myself. I do expect there to be rightful trials. And a lot of the kangaroo courts that we have seen within our community is pretty ridiculous. And yet, lo and behold, another kangaroo court uh, just happened but last week, the week before, another order. You know, people are being tried without being able to stand on their feet. They're being tried in secret without even knowing what's going on. And, you know, the cancerous elements that are leading that charge, you know, karma is going to come back on them. It might not be within a giant realist community. It might be within their personal lives. But if you're going to be cancerous, if you're going to be toxic, trust me, it's going to come back on you one way, shape, or form. All right. Um... Another concept, or we're just going to jump. Another concept of Sigma Jedi is, you know, they are very good at reading the room. I will be honest. I know exactly who hates me, and I know why. I know who supports me. Not just publicly, but also privately. Trust me, I hear everything. Um, I'm good at that. I enjoy doing it. And in my personal life, I do the same thing. It might be the empathic, intuitive side of me. I don't know, but it's it's great. A lot of Sigma Jedi who read the rooms, they, they have to be intuitive. They have to be empathic. Uh, it's just the way it is. Um, yeah, it's just life. 
All right. Another thing about being able to read the room is being able to read individuals. In the words of Mace Windu, when I look at each of the force, I know where you break. Understanding the concept of shatter points. Understanding that, you know, it's easy to find where people break. And I honestly, I love reading shatter points. It's a lot of fun for me. I don't exactly push them as hard as I should. I've probably became calmer within the last few years. And, you know, I will push when I need to. And I will push where I need to. It's easy to attack a person's character. It's easy to attack, you know, snippets of conversations, you know, from Facebook posts, you know, without the context, of course. It's easy to do all that. But, dude, no. I'm all about the principles. The principles in this community. This community has saved my life in 2003. You know, actually, I'll backtrack. Sometime between 94 and 96, honestly, I do not recall when, when the Yahoo Jedi-ism community started, I was there on the foundation. I took a break from it in early 2000s. In 2003, I returned to it, and the Jedi Realist community was a major part of my recovery. It was a major part of how I am beating active addiction. So I take the community very seriously. For me, I would love to see our community return itself back and become principle-focused and not personality-focused. I'm hoping to one day see that happen. Uh, we'll see if it does or if it doesn't. Now, in the fiction, there are three prime examples of Sigma Jedi that you are free to look up. You're going to have to read the books because the movies are really not going to help. Clone Wars will help a little bit for one of the characters, but, you know, it is what it is. Qui-Gon Jinn was perhaps one of the greatest Sigma Jedi and one that we got to see progress through the years. If you did not know, Qui-Gon Jinn was actually a Jedi Master. They call him a Jedi Knight a lot, but he is actually a Jedi Master. Obi-Wan <clears throat> basically told Qui-Gon, if you played by the roles, you would be on the council because Qui-Gon Jinn was actually that well-respected. And a lot of people admired Jinn for following his conscience, for following the universal life force, even if that put him at odds with the Jedi Council. And he stood up to the Jedi Council a thousand times over. He didn't do it to make himself feel important. He didn't do it because he thought he was above the council. He did what he did because he followed the guidance of the universal life source and did what he believed was right. And the fact that it angered people was kind of, it was what it was. That's why he was not among the Jedi masters on the Jedi council. But Qui-Gon Jinn, if you look into his story, check out the EU books. There's like two with him in it. And you can really see why on Wikipedia they classify him as a gray Jedi. And then put these episodes together and look at it. And you'll see why Qui-Gon Jinn was perhaps one of the greatest 
Sigma Jedi to ever exist. Another example to bring up, of course, is Anakin Skywalker. And for the love of God, please read the prequel trilogy books. Trust me, they're going to give a much better deep dive into who Anakin Skywalker was and why he was the way he was. Anakin was not afraid of the Jedi Council. That was established, I think, in the book Rogue Planet. He wasn't afraid of them. He just didn't give a damn. He actually did not <clears throat> even want to be on the Jedi Council. He wanted the knowledge that he believed he needed from the holocrons to save his wife. It wasn't necessarily about the title. Um, there's a great deep dive into the character of Anakin Skywalker in like the first three chapters of the Revenge of the Sith book. Read those chapters. Read the chapter, I think it's called Obi-Wan and Anakin. Uh, it's like chapter two or something. It's a great chapter and it gives a great deep dive into his character. The last one I'm going to briefly mention because we are going to hit really hard on in the Jedi Praxium episodes um, coming up this year. Kip Doran. Kip Doran is one of perhaps my favorite characters within the Star Wars universe. I thought he was very well written. And in truth, I related a lot to Kip in my younger days. <clears throat> um, God, in a weird sense, it almost feels like I grew up with Kip Doran because if you look at the Star Wars release dates, and look at my age. Yeah, we're pretty much the same age coming up. But Kip Doran was an integral part of the New Jedi Order under Skywalker. And we're going to learn a lot more about him again in Jedi Praxium episodes as we cover the New Jedi Order books. Kip was a thorn in Skywalker's side for many of years. Even when Luke put him on the Jedi, Jedi Council... Kip was still a thorn because he believed he would follow the universal life source and do what he thought was right and whatever consequences come up are going to come up. Alright. <clears throat> now after all that's being said and all that's been done I'm going to talk really briefly about some changes uh, coming up well, I guess more within my own life than uh, the podcast but that's okay. I attempted to read all of the New Jedi Order books this year, and I had a great start, and unfortunately, I only got through uh, up until the Force uh, Heretic Trilogy, so I think book 15, 14, 15, one of those two. Well, in any event... I believed I would be able to read all the new Jedi Order books this year and do a hell of a Jedi Praxium uh, series for, you know, 2023. It's not going to happen. First and foremost, the reason why I took so long to read the books was because I forgot just how great the information in that set of books was. I forgot how much of the stories and the backstories that 
and how much of the lessons helped to inspire the Jedi Rails community. I read all the books and I started reading them in 2003, but I think they were released in 2001. Um, when I started my recovery process, in truth, the new Jedi Order books did a hell of a lot more for me than the big book of A ever could have done. To be truthful, it's part of my recovery. It is what it is. Now, I started reading books again in 2003, and when I caught up to where they were moving forward, I, you know, I continued with the books. And... I read them, I enjoyed them, I took notes from them, I did my first uh, website based upon them in a sense, and, you know, it was what it was. Now, through moving and whatnot, I lost most of my books. I think my divorce kind of took care of most of that for me. But <laughs> I continued to listen to the audiobooks in my Audible account. And for like the last, you know, 10, 12 years, I've just listened to audiobooks, and the audiobooks have a lot of great content, a lot of great material, a lot of great quotes in them, but not the entire stories. So going back and reading them, you know, honestly, I think the the new Jedi Order uh, series for my Jedi Proxium episodes, it might be a t or two or three year series. There's just that much information, and I'm excited to start rolling through with that. And those episodes, the new Jedi Order episodes for Jedi Praxium, are going to start around Yol, around December 21st. And I don't know what day I'm going to record those on or what day I'm going to post them on, but that's when that's going to start. I'm going to attempt to do a couple more Jedi Academy or iJedi related books for Jedi Praxium between now and then. I'm not exactly sure if I'll get them done, but that is my goal for that. Uh, I'm also going to be discussing uh, more Jedi Insights. Uh, those episodes will be done on Jedi Realist Radio over at Blog Talk Radio. I am probably going to do them on Sundays, and I don't have a time quite set up yet. Most likely 3 o'clock Central Time is probably my most convenient time. I am also going to be doing a series on... Empathic and intuitive uh, development and, you know, how those respond with the universal life source and the world we live in today. Those episodes will be done also over at Jedi Realist Radio. And there's another series that's just slipping my mind. Oh, the Jedi Templar Reflections. I'm going to continue doing those. I want to get up to doing those twice a week quick 15-minute episodes on whatever reflections book I'm reading that day. Trust me, I have, like, way too many of them to even try to list. My biggest one, though, that I have enjoyed over and over and over through since I bought it, I think I bought, like, in 2009, 2010, is called Bow to Life. It's perhaps one of my favorite reflections books. So that's all going on. Also, I am doing a website. Uh, the website is going to be kind of fun. On one episode, or on one page of it, it's going to be Jedi Praxium, meaning general Jedi knowledge that most of the community can say, you know what, I kind of agree with that. You know, it's our old doctrine, you know, with a little bit of a revamp. The next page of it will be Knights Templar uh, 
focused information, how those re- how those lessons or, you know, the whatever, how it relates to Jedi realism within the Jedi Templar system. And the last page will be a blog. I will try to do at least three blogs a week. You know, this is just written. Uh, perhaps some post-workout notes, some post-practice notes, uh, anything that happens to be on my mind at the time, you know, whatever. I'm going to blog because, in truth, I, I kind of need to. I think that it would be more beneficial. I, I keep a journal. I might not write in it every day, but I write in it pretty consistently. So basically just doing that and talking about my life and my experiences and what I'm doing here in Wichita and, you know, plans I have coming up, you know, a Nevada trip that I cannot wait to go on. Actually, I'll talk briefly about that. Yeah, I'm going to be going to Nevada for a couple weeks. There may or may not be a camera crew involved. I'm going to be retracing some of my steps. Uh, from my active addiction days and you know Vegas was the heart of that so I'm looking forward to doing that I'm not going to say when because when I get out to Nevada I do not want to be interrupted on that trip Um, especially as I said there may or may not be a camera crew involved so I don't want any drama Um, yeah that'll be what it is Um, other than that uh I think that's pretty much about it. You know, honestly, everybody, if you've listened to this episode for this long, thank you so much for all your love and support. It does mean a lot to myself. It means a lot to the channel. It means a lot to the people who, you know, within Arcanea, who are helping to get these ideas out. And love and light to all my friends over at Arcanea J Order. You guys are some badasses. I totally appreciate you guys. And for everybody else, you know, whatever order you're a part of, you know, do your checks in your order. Make sure you're following your order for the principles and the foundation that they have, not because you like this person because you think they're a cool person. You know, respect yourself, respect your order, respect the community. If there are people out there who are trying to separate the community, And, you know, hey, if you want to be part of this order, then you can't be a part of that order, yada, yada, yada. When you're giving those ultimatums, that's usually their first sign. It's time to get the hell out of that order and find one that is perhaps more beneficial. And as always, if you do want to, you know, contribute to the podcast, there's a thing over at Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, it's like a donation thing. Donate a dollar a month or $10 a month or whatever. If you want to donate, great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, These funds are being set aside for a road trip. (laughs) Um, I'm getting some things together for that. If you don't want to donate, hey, you know what? That's fine. Truthfully, the content's free. It's always out there. So I hope you enjoy the content. And I will never charge for content because I don't believe that that's necessarily the best thing. You know, I do have an ebook coming out that I think we're going to make it like $2. I just want to sell the book. Uh, it's not even about money. That money is going to be earmarked for something else as well. Um, it's going to be a revamp of the book that I published like two or three years ago that I truthfully rushed out. I needed to go back and edit it and put in much more fulfilling content. 
And again, it's going to be like $2 just because I'd rather see the material out and people read it than try to make money on the community because in truth, I think that's a very vile thing to do. Just try to make money. I think that's horrible. Bring good content. Bring quality content. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Love and light. This is Hannigan. I'm out.